Hello and welcome to today's VJ Hemonk podcast. We are a global open access video journal bringing you the latest in hematological oncology. In today's podcast, you will hear from leading experts who share some insights into the treatment and management of amyloidosis. Topics covered include novel agents being explored in this disease and the importance of the multidisciplinary team. First, Meryl Beksach discusses recent updates in the amyloidosis space, highlighting the importance of accurately diagnosing various subtypes of amyloidosis and further commenting on novel treatment strategies being explored. Amyloidosis is, uh, is a rare disease compared to multiple myeloma. We expect to have um, uh, like one or two um, amyloidosis patients for each 10 myeloma patients. But however, the incidence is uh, not rare compared to, for instance, other diseases such as CML. So it is an important um, disease. Why? Because the, the symptoms, uh, if they are recognized early on, it prevents from from uh, major organ damage. And it has been shown by uh, various authors that it takes like 2.7, median of 2.7 years until a diagnosis. And more than half of patients visit at least five different physicians to reach a diagnosis. So uh, the initial symptoms are usu usually neurological and later dur during the course, GI symptoms and uh, monoclonal uh, gammapathy starts to appear. Cardiological findings uh, also follow, and uh, latest are uh, usual the renal nephrotic or nephrotic syndrome that leads to the diagnosis. And for this reason, uh, it is a uh, it is apparent that multidisciplinary approach is needed. And during the last years, cardiologists have become aware of uh, uh, not only AL amyloidosis but another type of amyloidosis, which is transretinal. ATTR type of uh, amyloidosis and since it is uh, causing heart failure with preserved ejection fraction similar to AL amyloidosis and uh, the reasons uh, the cause of ATTR amyloidosis is completely different than AL where AL is a plasma cell disorder but ATTR is uh, it, the transtretinin is secreted in the liver but the mutation is in the uh, molecule leads to amyloid deposition. There are two types of it, the, the, the variant type or the wild type. And uh, one type is epidemic in some countries such as Portugal and Nordic countries and also in Japan and also uh, among African Americans. And all these uh, both types are usually seen among the elderly and we see the same trend for the other plasma cell disorders. And this means that we need to recognize these entities and uh, uh, look at the symptoms and also the findings and search for monoclonal gammopathy uh, very carefully because to repeat, I want to underline uh, light, uh, line and highlight the fact that the, their treatments are different. And with AL amyloidosis in uh, 2021, the paper published in New England Journal of Medicine, Andromeda, led to an approval of a new drug in the history of amyloidosis in more than 10 years. And this is uh, daratumumab, it is an anti-CD38 monoclonal antibody in combination with the cyborg regimen. 
the uh, depth of response, the speed of response, and uh, which is moreover of greater importance is the organ repair effect that is seen with this uh, addition of this uh, compound. And um, based on the, um, the positive findings of this study, which was for um, uh, not advanced cardiac failure patients, it was repeated among uh, advanced cardiac failure patients and uh, the same results were confirmed and presented at the last International Academy of uh, International Amyloidosis Society uh, a few weeks ago. So uh, now the, the, we are very optimistic because many new trials are ongoing and we have other monoclonal antibodies such as Isatuximab, which is another anti CD38 targeting agent. And we also have um, uh, additional monoclonal antibodies which target the light chains, the free light chains, and also the amyloid. Uh, and uh, among these we have two antibodies which is scale uh, and uh, the other one is uh, which was earlier um, named NET001 uh, and is, is now Birtamimab and we have uh, new trials with these monoclonal antibodies and recently a firm study with Birtamimab has been launched and uh, on top we, we also have some evidence in favor of CAR T cells in this disease and also bites are uh, promising so the field is moving fast and um, this is uh, very good news next you will hear from Shaji Kumar who briefly discusses novel immunotherapeutic agents being explored for the treatment of amyloidosis and Evstathios Castritis who emphasizes the importance of the multidisciplinary team in this disease I think we're continuing to have um, very interesting studies in the context of amyloid, just like what is happening in myeloma. So particularly the use of CAR T-cell therapy. There have been reports of CAR T-cells, particularly um, uh, some data that was presented at the last amyloidosis workshop um, from Israel, where they have treated a number of patients with CAR T-cell in the setting of amyloid, and it appears to be effective. Similarly, there are trials that are being done right now looking at the bispecific antibodies in amyloidosis to see what the efficacy would be there. And again, I think it's too early to say anything, but given the history of how the drugs have been developed in amyloidosis, I would suspect that those, uh, again, drugs would be effective here as well. What we really need to understand is the toxicity profile, which can be quite different in amyloid patients compared to the myeloma patients. And then there's venetoclax that, are all, that is also being uh, used quite often outside of clinical trials uh, op, um, uh, off-label, um, primarily because of its activity in 1114 plasma cell disorders. And my, uh, amyloidosis, almost half of the patients are 1114 translocated. So there are clinical trials, again, phase two trials, and some plans for phase three trials for using venetoclax in that setting as well. Amyloidosis is a very complicated disease and many of these patients uh, present to us with uh, complications, symptoms uh, from many different organ systems, uh, from the heart, from the kidneys, GI, the peripheral nerve and autonomic nervous system and other. In order to treat these patients, of course, you need to provide an uh, active anticlonal therapy. However, you need a multidisciplinary team to manage the complications of the disease. You need to collaborate with cardiologists to manage the symptoms and the complications of heart failure with nephrologists to help you and uh, 
be involved in the management of uh, the nephrotic syndrome and the uh, renal dysfunction with gastroenterologists, with neurologists to help uh, with the management of the complications from this organ system. So I think that these patients should be managed in referral centers and in all referral centers there are MDT teams that will uh, really help the patient to manage all this uh, complicated uh, disease. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VJ Hemonk and subscribe to VJ Hemonk Podcasts on Spotify, Apple and Podbean. Until next time.